Okay. Hey folks, it's your friend Luke, the Strip Club DJ. Welcome to another episode of One Tier Review, a podcast where me and my friends, Alex and Brandon, say hello, boys. Hello, I'm Alex. Yeah, hi, my name's Brandon. Where these three guys do a thing called rating and reviewing movies. One, if we didn't like it. Two, if we did, we get to 20 points and then we call it a day. All right, kick the intro. One. Hey. Hey, Brandon, did you stop bleeding? Uh, no, but I have a fresh band-aid, so we should be okay to, for the podcast. All right, folks, let's uh let's get right to it. Our first movie that we are reviewing this week is a film called For the Tribe. Uh, this is the story of Harry Granger and his crazy idea to save a tribe of Brazilians by moving them to Arizona. So what happens is there is this, yeah, this tribe of Brazilians. They are doing the Olympics in Brazil. They have to move this tribe. They're going to destroy that part of the forest that the tribe lives in. This millionaire gets wind of it named Harry Granger. He lives in Arizona and he decides to kind of uh, save the whole tribe by yeah, moving them to a small kind of reservation he's created in the middle of the Arizona desert. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts about For the Tribe? Yeah, this is definitely like a classic 80s style coming to America, Eddie Murphy type movie um, with lots of slapstick, lots of um, culture clash. And, you know, these Brazilian guys trying to figure out how to blend in in the Arizona landscape. And um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this film. As you said, definitely reminded me of Coming to America. I at first kind of thought this was a documentary. I quickly realized there's no way this could actually be happening. The guy did lose all of his money on this adventure, and things didn't quite work out, as we learned kind of quickly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Arizona is not the place for these people. Um, the Brazilians, spoiler alert, do end up moving back home afterwards, even though they've, they're missing their actual ancestral forest. They move back to Brazil because they just don't really fit in. You know, the the main character really tries to force them into this society. There's, there's shades of Edward Scissorhands for me, um, you know, moments of just people not really fitting in. And, you know, I think in a weird way, if this film was made back in the in the 80s or something, I think it would have worked out fine and that these Brazilians would have kind of swallowed their pride and, and the characters at least would have been Americanized. But uh, I, I do like that in this film, it doesn't quite work out. You know, what this guy's trying to do doesn't really fit because I think it's uh, unreal expectation. Yeah. If you don't like wearing pants, you're not going to wear pants. If you like eating your fish writhing and alive, that's how you're going to eat your fish. You're going to start uh, pulling people's personal pets out and trying to eat them, as we saw in the movie. You know, you're going to throw spears at cars, thinking that they're animals. Yeah, I mean, that was another thing for me is that, like, these Brazilians weren't so isolated, but they were they were kind of really dumb when they brought them to America. Uh it seemed like the characters of the Brazilian families kind of took uh, intelligence hit for comedy's sake when they got to the States. Yeah, again, them not knowing what a car is and uh, stuff like that was, was, I don't know, frustrating for me, I suppose. A little unnecessary, definitely, but that's where most of the humor came from. Absolutely. That's where all the humor came from. Well, and this was the Brazilian bowling team. And historically, we know that bowlers aren't exactly the most intelligent people. 
which was strange because they had the the bowling in the uh, middle of the Brazilian rainforest, and that's where their prime bowlers came from. Yeah, something to do with the hunting arms. <clears throat> Makes good bowlers. Long arms. I I thought they got kicked out of Brazil because they were having the Olympics in Brazil. I didn't realize they were the actual team themselves. That's really confusing. Brandon, you were very confused by this movie, weren't you? I think so, yeah. I went in thinking it was a documentary. Wow. Okay, well, I, I should probably see this one again when I'm not so stoned. Oh, no. You didn't You didn't smoke any grass before this, did you? Um, no. Because, you know, and as everyone knows, on One Two Review, we don't um, endorse any, any kind of drug or alcohol use. Absolutely not. Keeping that temple clear. Well, I don't know. We do like we do like cigarettes. We love cigarettes. One two review endorses cigarettes. <laughs> okay. Gentlemen, this was a very weird movie. I was c- highly confused, as you can tell. I think we should probably just get to a review of this thing. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just start. I give this movie a one. I think it uh, just doesn't really fit. Doesn't really fit the the time that we live in these days. It's uh, yeah, again, a comedy about people not fitting in and i think we need to be encouraging a society where everyone fits in these days one point um i disagree i think there's a place for culture and for culture to be itself in different parts of the world i think we need to preserve that america is a melting pot but that's our culture right is that we're a mix you know you take these ancient cultures and you try to make them fit in it just doesn't work and that's just how the world is sometimes that being said, this movie was extremely confusing. Um, I need to go back and watch it again, just like Brandon. I think maybe we can um, we can try to watch that together. I, I would like to monitor Brandon, make sure he doesn't do anything crazy, and um, we'll get, take another look at this. But uh, as of now, it's getting a one for me as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not sure if I was the confused one, but maybe Luke was confused when he was describing what he saw, and that's what confused me in the review. So I'm definitely going to have to go back and re-review this movie. Um, I don't know if I have the time, though. We'll see. One point. Cool. All right, that's three points. And our scoring system this week is going to be the one-two review bucket list. We're going to just read off... uh, a few of our bucket list ideas that collectively as one, two reviewers, we want to knock off before we um, die. Right. Everyone's familiar with a bucket list, right? Some people want to go skydiving. Some people want to go to Paris. Some people want to ride a giraffe. I don't know. But collectively, not individually, as Luke said, we want to uh, add some things to our bucket list. We started one when we first started the podcast. That was about 18 or 20 episodes ago, I guess. Um, so, um, yeah, we're going to update it regularly, just kind of like a will, you know, revisit it. It's kind of like a good mission statement of fun things we want to achieve. Yeah, it inspires us to do better and to achieve things in our life. Right. And in turn, you guys receive a better product. Yeah. Well, the first thing on our list, and I know we're all on board with this, is we want to learn how to make kombucha. You know, they say, yeah, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I hate kombucha, so I would love to know how to make it and actually find out, you know, how to take it down from the inside. I find kombucha absolutely disgusting as well. I don't know why people like it, but uh, it's like $4 a bottle. So we could make some profit off it too. Um, Cool. The next thing is uh, uh, Kiss John Goodman. And this is, we want, uh, you know, like a silly, not like romantic, whatever, but we want a silly uh, three. We want to all kiss him at the same time. Um, 
I, I don't know how this came up, but this is something that we've all been talking about for quite a while. It's definitely been on the list for, or it's been on the pre-list to go on mm-hmm. this list for yeah, a while. Yeah. Short list. It hasn't been yeah. cleared for the regular bucket list, but it's time to just get that one in there. Let's get it on there. We got room this season. And lastly, we uh, are gonna. We all want to play a classic game of freeze tag. It's been a while since we've all had a chance to just get together and hang out in a park. You know, usually when we get together, we have like a quick five-minute car ride to the movie theater, and then I'm off back to New York to get back to one of my multiple jobs. So, I'd love to play a game of freeze tag with you guys. It's been a long time. It's been too long. All right, kick a sponsor. Ice Cold Water Brewing Kit. Simply drop three tabs of our patented Frozo 2 into the pre-chilled pack and in minutes enjoy the best, coldest water you've ever tasted. Use promo code REFRESH and receive a one-ounce packet of powdered water for free. Simply add moisture. I got a movie for you guys. I know it's a little early for the season, Mm -hmm. but basically as soon as Halloween goes away, you start seeing Christmas lights anyways. So why not start putting out Christmas movies a little early? This is called uh, Santa's... No, it's not called anything to do with Santa. It's actually just called Rudolph. Uh, Santa plays a big part in the movie, but uh, it's actually titled Rudolph. Yeah, and this... Tagline of the film... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tagline of the... I should probably just... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I want to get in on this. Did it. You want to get in on this one? On this stumble. (laughs) Yeah, okay. The movie's called Rudolph... Here's the tagline. Santa's sleigh is downed by a land-to-air missile over North Korea in enemy territory. And it's up to Rudolph to save Christmas's ass. A lot of explosions, a decent amount of gore, and high-tense situations. What did you guys think of this film? Yeah, I mean, what? Part part Christmas film, part uh, a horrifying war film. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, like you said, a lot of violence in this film. And for me, I could never really tell which side of the line that this film was kind of landing on, whether it was, again, like a really strong anti-war, anti-North Korea kind of film or just a just a Christmas film kind of straddles both those lines. pretty well. Definitely not very heartwarming like a Christmas film should be. Um, And I thought I thought the turning the reindeer into sort of like half reindeer, half man minotaur looking creatures was a really cool choice uh i thought that was a really fun way to interpret this santa's reindeer helpers you know running around all jacked with the automatic weapons taking out north koreans and trying to get santa back across enemy lines to south korea (laughs) which isn't that easy without the sleigh um i mean sure he may have some special powers but uh you know, when you haven't eaten in weeks and you haven't had any of your elf power or any of your milk and cookies, you can't do any of those special powers. So no chimneys for this gentleman. Well, and his broken leg. His, I mean, the bone is sticking out of his leg. So that's yeah, true. he can't be transported that easily. Yeah. I would say that I was a little disappointed in that they made Santa such a giant wiener. He's screaming and shouting and holding his leg through the whole movie. I think traditionally Santa should be a little bit tougher than that. Well, actually, the original title of the film was Saving Private St. Nicholas, and it was focused more on his story. But right with uh, test audiences and focus groups, they all just basically said Santa's a big fucking baby. Like he cries and complains the whole time. 
that's when the studio went back and kind of shifted perspective and focus about the main character, and that's why it's actually now called Rudolph. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's a lot on the cutting room cutting room floor, I'm sure, and the DVD or Blu-ray extras are going to be pretty good, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much more to say about this film. Um, yeah, some some definitely some. The end of it is is it, it it ends more like a war film for me. It's inspirational in that sense and. That you can overcome, that you can, you know, stick with your brothers or your sisters, depending, you know, your team, your crew, because that's what really gets them through. They end up kind of, you know, every single one of those deer really push through and really fight and uh, keep the spirit alive to get them out of there. Yeah, it's very true. No doubt the brotherhood and sisterhood between these these reindeer is really what carried carried Santa across those uh, across that border. And um I was disappointed to see um, Prancer and Dancer get killed, but there's going to be some casualties. Yeah. That's war. In every war, there's casualties. Yeah. I will say the CGI on his red nose was pretty fucking awesome. Um, Just the way it lit up everything around him. Mm -hmm. Really casted some nice cinematography, nice colors. Yeah, yeah. Got some cool scenes out of that effect. Uh, Well, let's review Rudolph, guys. This is uh, Luke, this is this is the action-packed Christmas movie I've been craving and waiting for. Christmas movies are too touchy-feely, you know. Um, it's it's all about family. It's all about heartwarming. I want to see some violence. I want to see some explosions. Uh, I want to see some badass shit, and this movie really delivers that for me. So I give it two points. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give uh, this film a similar score. I'm gonna give it two points as well. I I I loved the anamorphic anthropomorphic whatever you want to call them. The the jacked up deers were great. I was a big fan of them. I thought the action was incredible, and it definitely did tap into kind of some of the feels I had when I watched Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, those those just that brotherhood again, brotherhood sisterhood whatever you want to call it, human humanhood. Uh, was present even in these deers. So uh, two points. Yeah, I'm going to give this movie two points as well. This is going to be replacing Die Hard as my Christmas go-to action flick. I love it. Really excited to see some sequels, some Rudolphs to uh, Red Light District. Two points for me. Mm, Six points then for Rudolph. Nice. This movie totally deserves it. All right. Uh, well, let's just read off a few of these bucket list ideas. I know that we all had trouble with this, and we still do. But I think, guys, we need to really learn how to kiss a girl. Yeah, can we add an addendum uh, to that list, uh, maybe with tongue? I'd like to be able to do that. Yeah, definitely. That should be part of it. Um, all right. Next thing that we want to add to our bucket list is a three-way fist fight. You know, we've... We've gotten in lots of two-man brawls. We normally have third guy kind of watch, third guy refs. Uh, I think I really want to, and I think we've talked about we want to add that third guy in the mix. Yeah. See what happens when we all go uh, full out. Royal. So three-way. Battle Royale style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely been a while since I've uh, fought you guys. and It'd be nice if there was no referee the next time. Well, without a doubt, we were going to have to take the podcast on a cross-country, maybe even international tour. Yep, that's on our list. I'd love to go on a tour with you guys. Really get to know you better. Um, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to all finally sit together 
like a family around the dinner table and enjoy a dinner together, you know? No cell phones this time, just... No cell phones, no TV. Us, you know, our conversation. No music. Yeah, no TV in the background. Nope. I'd love to just eat, eat some food with no you No pets, no parakeets. We had uh, six points, so it's uh, two more. Let's add two more to this list. Oh, okay. Um, I think when we're done on our tour, I think we can all agree that we want to see the Vanga Boys. I would really like to see them in Ibiza. Yep. Oh, that'd be incredible. Definitely going on the bucket list. Uh, and the last one for this little round here is uh, we all want to get our ears pierced. Yep. Together. Together. I need strength morally to do yeah. that. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. So those are updated bucket list. Six more things on there. And uh, let's kick it to a sponsor. Kid Softener. This soft lotion is used in the shower to bathe and will soften the skin of your child, no matter how hard of their skin. Great, that's a classic. That's a classic, classic pharmacy item that I know my my mom used on me, and I I hope that um, our listeners really check that out. It really works great. It does really work. You know, what doesn't work is that Accurad system we tried last week. I heard multiple reports from our listeners that they just did not have any luck. Some were just hearing the tone over and over again. Some just heard silence. Did you guys have, hear any reports of anything good coming out of that system? I heard all over. Yeah, I got some people got no ads. Some people got some very tailored ads. Some people loved it. So I don't know. We heard reports of some ads being too targeted and actually hurting the individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually striking the in- individual in the in the eye or the ear. So we apologize for that. Any kind of mishaps, that's, of course, on Accurad. You can contact their legal team if you have any issues. That's not one two reviews deal. We just uh, used their service. So Um, let's um, let's do another movie. All right, guys. So so, uh, I'm pretty sure you all saw this. Mipley is the name of the movie about a deep sea creature that finds an alien spaceship and inside is this lovable little alien, of course, the namesake of the movie, Mipley, and he needs to get home. Uh, Brandon, did you have any first impressions about Mipley? Yeah, I like this movie, actually. I know um, it's a kid's movie. I knew that going into it. Sometimes I like to go into a movie thinking I am a kid, you know, so I'll wear my tightest shirt. I'll wear my smallest shoes, maybe put on a baseball cap and I'll... I like to pretend I am a child and see the movie through a child's eyes and, you know, kind of suspend my disbelief of everything that's going around me. And I really enjoyed this movie, guys. Have you ever tried that sort of thing? Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, I just to let the listeners know exactly a little more why you did that, uh, this film was directed by uh, Anita Weil, and she directed the film, she said, as a kid. You know, she is, if you look at her IMTB, she is... What is she? I think she's 43, 44, something like that. She's she's an older woman. She's been around directing films for a really long time. I'm sure you've seen at least one or two of her films. But she approached this film, she said, yeah, to direct the film as a child. And she hoped that the audience would approach it as children. And so I'm pretty sure, um, Brandon, you were telling me that's why you did that. You had read her little email about it or her blog or whatever thing. So, yeah, she she dressed like a little girl and she um, she walked on her knees or whatever kind of and and just tried to be as small and as uh, unaware of the world as she could be when she directed it. I think that really shows. In certain scenes, 
She even donned a diaper to shoot the more infantile scenes and subject matter. And a, a lot of the actors on set said it was absolutely ridiculous and it was really hard to deal with because um, because it was just overtly childish. Um, ironically, the actors started throwing tantrums and um, turned very childish themselves. So it worked in a roundabout way. It did, but it got pretty rowdy on set when there was no adults or people acting like adults. Kids are, you know, running the show. Yeah. Finances got screwy. Craft services was basically just... Candy. Candy. It was a nightmare. Yeah. But, you know, uh, not being part of the production process and just reviewing this as a film, I did not see anything you know wrong with it it felt like a very uh, well-made film and and honestly it touched the child part of me kind of got something more out of it than i have out of any other kids film so there was an immersion that i was able to experience in this film that i forgot a lot about my adult troubles uh during the two and a half hour runtime of this film. yeah totally I, I was totally drawn in found myself sucking my thumb through great portions of this movie you know, looking around in the theater, seeing a lot of other people sucking their thumbs, too. So very effective in bringing out that. It was normal. It was encouraged. Yeah. That was encouraged in New York? Yeah, definitely. We all got pamphlets. We all were asked to wash our thumbs ahead of time because they just found out people were just doing it instinctively. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I so I don't know, you know, as a film, 100%. Uh, how I feel about it, but as as a social kind of experiment and as a piece of art, I'm I'm moved by this film. I think Anita did some amazing things with it. Yeah, unfortunately, the producers of this film didn't pay any of their taxes, and so they're going to jail as part of this social experiment. I guess that's what happens when you're too childlike. You avoid uh, you avoid um, critical responsibilities as far as paying taxes go but anyway um i had a lot of fun with this movie uh not too proud of sucking my thumb but it happens yeah it's not that bad cool are we ready to review it any other thoughts no, I don't think so. I mean, I thought Mipley was adorable. I think, you know, again, the the, the plot itself is pretty straightforward. I think it's the uh, filming technique, or not even technique, but more the uh, the idea behind the film uh, yeah. that really works. Much like me. the movies of our childhood also, I enjoyed the fact that Mipley wasn't CGI. She was simply just like a puppet, you know, mm-hmm. and um, felt real. Yeah. In that childlike sort of way. Yeah, well, I'm going to give Mipley two points. For sure. The, just the ability for it to kind of capture my childhood or allow me to re-explore it in a new way was uh, fascinating. So two points. Yeah, nothing as far as the plot goes, they didn't really try anything too outlandish. But yeah, like you said, the performances they got out of the actors and the social experiment aspect of this was really cool. So it gives two points for me as well. Yeah, I'm going to give this two points as well. Um, like I said, I like any excuse I can't dress up like a kid and revert back to my youth and forget about all this crazy world around us. So two points for me. Great job. All right. Six points. Yeah, Brandon, what'd you dress up as? 
Like, what you... Just a kid. I uh, got a bowl cut real fast. I wore, like, uh, some tight jeans, a tight old uh, Pokemon shirt I had from the first generation, and uh, some tight shoes. Do you have any candy for your movie? Yeah, the whole back pocket was full of candy, for sure. Halloween just ended, man. Yeah. Nice. All right. Six things for the bucket list. All right. Well, we would like to run not just a marathon, but a double marathon. Uh, each one of us has run a marathon. We do lots of 10Ks. We are huge runners here at uh, One to Review. And we are looking at tackling the double marathon. Those are big. They only have those in New York and LA, and we have to live in both those cities. So double marathon, here we come. Yeah, that'll be nice. Hopefully we'll be live streaming that uh, next year. No doubt. we got to get the most out of it if we're going to run a double marathon. Um, and I know you guys all, we all agreed we want to see Russia. Yeah, before things get too weird. Things are a little weird now, but before things get too weird, I would like to see Russia sometime. I mean, it's the birthplace of Tetris. Well, and don't forget, it's it might get weird, but we do have Steven Seagal on our side. He is a Russian ambassador and an honorary Russian citizen, so he could always make those connections for us. That's great. And he is a listener. Thanks again, Steve. Thanks, buddy. Um, you know, I, I'd like to uh, give a super massage to both of you guys where maybe I can get Alex on my side. I know he's a little bit trained. Um, we could all work together and really get all those knots out of Luke's back. Just really super massage him together. Maybe we could take turns and you could team up. I got this thing on uh, my lower calf. I know I'd love to get worked out with a super massage. but Yeah, and the funny thing about the super massage, we've talked about this, is I my impulse is not as much that I want to receive a super massage, but I just really like to give you guys a nice rub. So uh, looking forward to that. That'll be good for us. We can address everyone's needs. I mean, once we get the massage table set up, you know. Um, this uh, one, next one, um, yeah, is uh, help a woman give birth. My sister had a baby about a year ago, and I was not there for that, and I've been kind of bummed out ever since. You guys have been supportive of me missing that birth, and so we figured it'd be nice to help another woman give birth, kind of give me that 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 missing feeling I didn't get. Miracle of life. It's just a really good thing to know. I'd love to have that in my back pocket in case someone goes into birth around me. I mean, uh, it's just something they couldn't teach us when we were all Boy Scouts together. But this is one of those things that I think everyone should need to know, like CPR, the Heimlich Maneuver, or how to turn your jeans into uh, an inflatable life preserver raft. So, Or how to turn your jeans into shorts. True. I learned how to do that in Boy Scouts. Um, and then here's this one's heady, but I think this is also really important too. We need to go on a shum, shamanic ayahuasca vision quest together. I'd love to meet you on that higher plane of existence and shake your hand, boys. I know it's it's probably a huge hand. Yeah, these corpo forms are holding us back. Agreed. And then uh, is this? That has to be six, right? Did we read six yet? I think that was five. Okay. Well, let's do another see one. Russia. And warm birth. Super massage. And then... Double marathon. And then how about just go out and get some Korean hot pot? Yeah, I struggled about putting this one on our actual bucket list, but you're right. It deserves it. It's so good. Yeah. Nice. Shamu Shamu. Is that what it's called? Shabu Shabu. Shabu Shabu. Shabu Shabu. All right, let's review another movie. Actually, let's pay the bills, kick a sponsor. We, you, yeah, we got some big bills this week, so let's pay those down a little bit for the interest 
adds up. <laughs> okay. Thanks. The Los Angeles Museum of Natural History is proud to exhibit the world's only ghost beetle. Augustus the Stag Beetle died in 1954, and its spirit was captured by Dr. Ronald Caldwell. Ever since then, Augustus has traveled the globe with extended residencies at both the Louvre and the Field Museum in Chicago. The LA has the proud opportunity to host Augustus, and advanced tickets are available for 12% off to one to review listeners. That that exhibit i cannot wait to go see uh that's a lot of information in that ad i feel like i need to rewind have a notebook with me and write some of that stuff down but that sounds sounds intriguing i don't even believe in ghosts but wow this is scientifically proven you know this is an actual ghost so i'll decide that i got my advance tickets i got once i yeah let us know let us know definitely Luke, I know you like uh, sports. You want to you want to talk up and bring up this next movie? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this next movie is called Stress Ball. We all had a chance to see it, and it's about a new emerging sport in 2056. The new office sport, because everyone's stuck in the office building, is stress balls. And um, exciting movie. I don't know, Brandon. Do you have any f- first impressions? Sure. I love uh, hearing about new sports. I don't really care about the old sports. They're kind of played out. They've been playing them for years. But any new sport, count me on board to at least check it out. Try it out once. Um, in this future, as you said, everyone is stuck in the office environment. They don't have any soccer fields or any football fields. So what do they do? They use their cubicles and they form a new game called Stress Ball. Um, it involves taking on a lot more work than you can handle, feeling overwhelmed, using that energy of feeling overwhelmed, and being completely stressed out to really force the ball out of your cubicle over to the next cubicle, so on down the chain until you get a whole work, a uh, whole workday done in about two hours, um, and then it's all scored. So. Yeah, how stressed can you get? It makes a lot of sense too because humans are historically humans have push the limit on everything they do competitive eating um speed walking we do all kinds of stupid shit and so why why would not find out who can be the most stressed in the office environment yeah this movie gave me a lot of anxiety it was really hard for me to watch this film uh just a lot of you know a lot of deadlines a lot of crunch time uh a lot of getting it done a lot of, I don't want to come in on the weekend. A lot of, you got to go talk to HR. A lot of CC me on that. Yeah, you forgot to CC pastes. me. You, pre- you pressed reply all. There's a lot of things that happen in the office that are kind of made to stress you out. Well, uh, yeah, this movie was st- stressing me out so bad that I had to, I was pausing it to get those emails out. And then eventually I realized, why not just run the movie in double speed? So I just... I just put it on double speed so I could just get through it and get back to work. Which I think, honestly, is the real way to watch this movie. It's even more stressful uh, at double speed, but you get... The deadlines are half half the time. I got shit to do. Deadlines was, are half yeah. the time, but you only have to wear that weight on your back for half the time as well. Yeah. And I, I don't know, do you guys think as a sport this is a, um, this is a feasible thing? This is something that will actually come out? I mean, I'm pretty sure by 2056, we're not going to be able to go outside. So, yeah. yeah. Air quality is going to be so terrible in 2056. Um, and then also, basically, uh, this is a, another idea that crossed by my mind. I was, 
people are already so stressed. Why not just measure it? Mm-hmm. Find out who's the most stressed right. and give them a, a, a reward. I mean, well, it's I just not as entertaining to watch as a sport, you know. Oof, yeah, boy, this film. This film, uh, I think we're ready to review it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get my blood pressure up too high. Let's let's review this. Yeah, I'm on, I'm going to give this movie a, a one. If you have at all uh, a high stress job of any kind, stay away from this this film. This just. They squeeze, they squeeze every bit of anxiety out of every moment in this film, and uh, it's just not a good practice, I don't think. So yeah, one point for me. Yeah, do some guided meditations, do some breathing exercises. Don't see stress ball. It gets a one. I don't know, guys. I see where you're coming from and all, but I think I'm going to give this movie a two. I think I learned. I can possibly start channeling some of this anxiety, some of the stress that. Uh, I have when I work some of my office jobs and so maybe be a little bit more productive. I think I just need to get that ball system worked out so I can start throwing that across across the office. But uh, I don't know. Two points for me. Fair enough. All right. That's four points. Four points. And we got how many How many more points? How, how do we always fuck this up? How many points do we have? Let's never keep track. Let's see. So... Apple is proud to present its newest in its line of amazing headphones. The pun blockers will automatically send a burst of white noise directly into your ear canal if any puns are heard in the nearby area. Stop by an Apple store today. All right, cool, guys. The next film that we all uh, were supposed to see is a film called Godel. And this is about a big city lawyer named Tom Conroe who has to raise his son, who he just found out about. But the uh, twist here is his son is a goat. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I guess just to be upfront with you guys, I, I did not see this film. I don't know what happened. I missed it. I had, you know, our list of films and I saw them all, I thought. I checked them off and then... Uh, as I'm sitting here reading this next one, Godel, I realize that I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh come on, man! We all have to do this together. No. Uh, um, yeah. What, Alex, what did you guys think of geez, Godel? Man, you gotta, you gotta be part of this if you're gonna be part of this. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Godel was packed with sex and action, and the guy with the hair was so good and. Um, the music was just so good. And yeah, I really love the music and that guy. Yeah, that was awesome. And um, you know what? I I got to be honest, I didn't see it. Wait, you didn't see it either, Luke? N- no. Oh yeah, man, that guy that you were talking about was great. The music was great. Really funny movie. Really funny movie. Brandon, did you see this movie? Yeah, no, I didn't see it either. Sorry. It was it was last minute addition to the list, I guess. I didn't get the update. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't see it either. Well, um I, this is the first time this has ever happened, but uh, damn, we kind of screwed that up. Huh. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. What can we do about I think this? we should still review it though. I think we have to, right? We need to get out of here. We need to get 20 yeah. points. We've already introduced the movie. We we have to. I'm sorry I lied. I'm sorry I lied to. Well, 
Yeah, having having not seen it, um, I don't really like the name. It, it rolls off my tongue, but in a weird way, and it it makes it feel weird. And uh, how is the kid a goat? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm That's, reading the I've synopsis. Heard of worse things, but yeah, the synopsis. He does not sleep with a goat. I guess he is a sperm donor, and somehow it gets mixed in with a goat or something. So many sperm mix-ups lately. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I kind of owe it to the movie to give it a two, because. I'm never going to see it. So maybe I'll give it a little boost and just give it a two. I think the name Godel is, yeah, like he said, there's something off about it. I hate it. I'm going to give Godel one. It can't be a good movie. There's no way. One point. All right. That's, yeah, much much like spoiled milk, Godel just disgusts me. Much, much like spoiled milk. One point. All right, that's four points for Godel, guys. Let's get these bucket list ideas out of the way so we can go home. Yep. Um, I think a newest edition, we got to go see that ghost beetle, that Augustus ghost beetle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we uh, crossed out the one that was in its place. Um, I didn't really want to build a Lego castle anyways. I'd love to see that ghost beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one on our list is Golf Naked. Never yeah, I would love to do that. I've never actually golfed clothed either, but mm-hmm. um, I think Thanks. doing things naked is always more fun, right? It's Once you get comfortable. Yeah, it's probably going to be exhilarating. With your nudity. Yeah. Uh, we all want to stay up for 72 hours straight, see what that's like. Mm-hmm. I've never done that, surprisingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd all like to go noodling for some carp. Sure. Definitely that. that sounds... I know, Alex, you were pushing that one pretty hard. That's something you want to do more than us. Yeah. But, uh, I'll be there it for you. It sounds terrifying, honestly. Cool, guys. Well. Um, I'm glad we took the time to do that. I'll send this over to the lawyer, get him to um, note a republic this or whatever that they do to make this document official, and we'll revisit this next year, and hopefully we can cross some of these off. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Starting with that hot pot, I'm pretty hungry. I'm starving. That sounds great. Cool. Well, nice work, boys. Nice work as always, gentlemen. Next week is going to be exciting. We got a bunch of new movies. We got, uh, you know, things to review for you. Listeners, thank you for giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for giving us a five-star review on Android devices. Thank you for giving a five-star review on Zencaster. And anywhere you can write down five stars. Just write down five stars on a piece of paper. Throw that in the garbage. (laughs) We'll get that (laughs) counted towards us. Uh, yeah, basically, if you throw anything in a trash can, we got people. So that's kind of our inbox. We'll get it. Yeah, uh, send us a few movie titles by writing them down on a piece of paper, crumbling it up, throwing it in the trash can. And hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll review that movie for you. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye bye.